It's your freak hostess, Jody, and you're tuned into Provocative. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. I will marry a nigga off some dick, because everything else we can work on. And I've, I have uh, sporadic periods of excessive masturbation. I really like how that just sounded. If I fuck you once and it's good, I'm gonna keep fucking you. Because I didn't start sucking dick until college. Blew that man's butthole. <laughs> that, that shit is wicked. That shit is... Y'all, so I said I was going to drop 69 episodes consecutively until my birthday. Because that's we're, we're approximately that amount of time out before November 21st. I am recording this on a Saturday, so I'm going to drop two episodes because I didn't drop anything yesterday. Shit got busy, but I'm going to hold myself accountable and I'm going to record two episodes right now. So on Wednesday, which was, what day was that? September 13th? Yeah. So on September 13th, it's exactly 69 days until November 21st, which is my birthday. And I don't know. I just woke up this week and was like, I'm going to drop 69 episodes. So that's what the fuck we going to do because um, I said we going to do it. And these are not going to be super long episodes. I'm still going to drop the regular 60 minute. Honestly, my episodes aren't always 60 minutes. And y'all know that if y'all been listening, the episodes are typically like maybe, you know, 30 to 45 minutes. That's like my sweet spot. But the Kink Series episodes been going a little longer. So those been super kind of inconsistent. But I say that to say the normal episodes still going to be on a Wednesday. But I'm going to do monologues and do call-in episodes on the other days of the week. Maybe do some different type of collabs as well during the week but yeah y'all can still expect the regular provocative episodes on Wednesday but the rest of the days throughout the week I might do some throwback episodes as well where I kind of revisit certain topics and yeah that's that's what we're gonna do so that said what I'm gonna say is probably gonna y'all y'all may or may not fuck with it but I'm just gonna go ahead and say it I'm going to say something that it's going to come off as polarizing, but I don't give a fuck. Never gave a fuck. I'm going to say it anyway. I don't know who needs to hear this, but we are all polyamorous. Everybody's polyamorous. Now, let me let me go into detail as to why I'm saying that. Uh, there's a lot of mis interpretation of what it means to be poly so I'm going to throw a couple definitions out there for y'all swinging is one thing polyamory is something else polyfidelity is something else polyandry is something else all right all of those things are something different I'm going to say we're all polyamorous let me tell y'all what swinging is first Swinging, by definition, is an open relationship limited expressly to sexual activity. So when you see a couple that's like, you know what, we gonna swing with this other couple, it's literally an open sexual relationship where that's how they navigate, right? So swinging is sexual. 
However, both swinging and polyamory are mutually agreed upon. So you don't get into a situation without some sort of agreement and you have to be honest about it, right? So that's, again, with both swinging and polyamory. Those are the things that kind of make them similar. Swinging is a trade. So I borrow your husband, you borrow mine. That's that's how that goes. It's like, all right, cool. Like, it's a swap, right? How many people you know that and did some shit like that? Think about it. How many people you know that then did it swapped? I know someone personally that I didn't heard about them. Like, all right, cool. They in a situation and they didn't just swapped. Okay. So I think more people participate in swinging than they actually admit. Now, polyamory has no trade agreement. It's kind of like a free-for-all. It's free will-based, of course. Um, And then polygamy is where one person marries several spouses. I actually hate when people just say poly and don't elaborate on what type of poly because that doesn't make sense. Right. So polygamy is when one person marries several spouses. So when people say like, oh, I deserve several wives or whatever the case is, that's what they're talking about. You if you're not married, you're not polygamous. If you don't intend on marrying multiple people, you're not polygamous. All right. Let's get this shit straight. Now, polyfidelity. Polyfidelity is a different type of poly. Polyfidelity is when multiple romantic relationships exist between members of a group. Now, that could be a group of friends that have sex with each other. I ain't gonna hold y'all. That's the type of community that I'm trying to belong to. I want like some polyfidelity shit. People be looking at me crazy when I be saying like, I don't mind. People be like, oh, can friends, you know, have sex and still be friends? I think they can. And honestly, those be the situations that I want to be in. How much do you trust your friends? I would go as to say a lot of people trust their friends more than they trust their partner, the person that they're in a relationship with, the person that they're married to. And if that is the case, I don't know. You might want to think, you might want to reconsider the way in which you look at relationships, (laughs) the way you look at sex. I personally have really good sex with my friends. I haven't, but... The caveat is, I know I be talking like in present tense. That don't mean that I be fucking my friends in present tense. I ain't fucked a friend in a minute, like a long time. I ain't fucked a friend in uh, a really long time. Y'all, I'm eating yogurt. I am starving. I ain't ate nothing today. So, I just took a bite of my yogurt. But, Members of a group. So think about people that like it's a friend group that's been friends for like years and years and years. And then you found out like, oh, this person has sex with that person and that person has sex with this person. But they all still friends. Whether they admit it or not, that's a poly fidelity type of poly fidelity ish. I just made that fucking word up. Because. <laughs> Again, it's multiple romantic relationships exist within each other. That doesn't mean that everybody is 
not having sex with people outside of that or I don't know how to best explain it. But these groups of friends, they come together, they have their own little community in the end, they just have sex with each other. That's what it is. I wonder how you get invited into the poly fidelity type of friend group. Like if y'all already friends first and then y'all decide to be poly fidelity or if y'all just say, all right, you know what? I'm going to start this group chat with a bunch of people that look fuckable and let's figure this shit out. <laughs> oh, but um, yeah, I'm going to crack some jokes, but I'm here to, you know, kind of tell y'all what the definitions of all these words is anyways, because I feel like a lot of people been talking about poly. So, um, also what I want to say is when it comes to the uh, polyamory agreements. So, people be, I recently saw somebody make this status. It was actually Reggie. He was like, oh, yeah. He didn't cheat. Y'all was just poly and you didn't know about it. I hate when motherfuckers try to say shit like that because part of poly is like the huge part. The most important part about knowing if you're in a poly situation is that it's open communication and there's honesty. If you're lying, you're you're not poly. You're just a fucking cheater. That's what you are. You're a cheater. Because guess what? Someone that's poly does not have to lie to get what they want. Partners are approved. The activities are approved. The, you know, it's no surprises. So you you really know what your partner is doing when you get into these types of situations polyamory is actually it's responsible it's being responsible it's about being responsible and it's about being ethical because you don't have to lie to get what you want right it's honest non-monogamy and I think I've said this before but y'all know monogamy is about marriage right it's about having sex with the same person that you're married to so when motherfuckers be talking about all this monogamy shit and they not in a, they not married, that be a little crazy to me as well. Cause guess what? You're technically that's that's something that don't even apply to you. Monogamy don't really apply to you. Again, we going off the definitions, right? So if by definition, monogamy is about monogamy is about what happens between married people. Why the fuck do we be talking about monogamy and we ain't married? Now, the married motherfuckers, y'all, that's a whole nother, you know, that's a whole nother debate. But, again, polyamory, just in a nutshell, is having sex with more than one person. And that's if you choose to have sex with more than one person. Because all polyamory relationships are not sexual. I think that's a misconception. People assume that if you're in a polyamorous relationship, that you're having sex. Hell, people assume that if you married, you having sex. It's a lot of sexless marriages out there. It's a lot of people that are married to each other and don't be having sex. So why do we assume that polyamorous relationships involve sex? It's about a deep emotional and sometimes physical situation with more than one partner at the same time. So... If by definition, we know polyamory is about a deep emotional and sometimes physical relationship with more than one partner at the same time. How many people do you know that fall into the category of you have a really strong emotional relationship with them and you don't have sex with them? 
That's called intimacy. I think part of the reason that polyamory works is because we crave as human beings intimacy on different levels. And we need different people to provide that for us. Because everybody is not going to give you the intimacy that you seek 100% of the time. Like the per- that one person that you're with is not always going to give that to you. And I personally think relationships with multiple people, and of course, as long as everyone knows about it and everyone is honest, is fine. What makes it problematic is when people's egos get in the way. Sometimes we allow our egos to prevent us from experiencing something that could be good, like really good. I love being intimate. I love being intimate without having sex. I'm super intimate without having sex, actually. But I also like sex. Y'all know I like sex. So I think that, and that's just me kind of, you know, putting myself in the in the mix here. Now, I do have to also say that I've never been in a polyamorous or a polyfidelity situation. I would love to try it out. I'm not saying that I'm poly because how the fuck can I say that I'm something if I've never done it? However, I do know that I'm not monogamous because of how I feel about it. I do know that just based off of who I am as a single person that I don't want to get into a situation where I have to lie to anyone. I want to be honest. And that is why the next time I get into a relationship is going to be one of my own kind of construction. I know I'm going to have to very be very intentional about how I go about it. I'm going to read y'all uh, kind of like a passage from my notes. Because y'all know I be studying, right? So, uh polyamorous believe that they can be there they can love i'm sorry y'all polyamorous believe that they can love more than one person at the same time with or without having a sexual relationship with them also it's an exploration into conscious relating that doesn't subscribe to the conventional paradigm of lifelong marriage rather than revolving around the couple it revolves around the individual as a whole an evolving person. So think about when you're with someone and then they say stuff like, oh, you're changing, you're changing, you're changing. When you're in a polyamorous situation, you're able to find people that kind of change and grow with you. Also, I think what I don't like about traditional relationships, conventional relationships is that is so possessive and that's not something that I want. That's not something that I want to subscribe to. Of course I have done it in the past, but who I am now, I just want to experience love and sex as an art and as something that I appreciate and I cherish for what it is, not something that I have to control and conquer. Now, uh, since I'm, I use the word conquer, I am going to say that I do like the conquest a little bit, but that's just the initial chase, the initial adrenaline rush of the chase. But that's not something that I have to possess for a really long time, right? Anything that you hold on to and is not able to live and breathe and grow will die. So I want you guys to kind of noodle on that. 
Of course, polyamorous sounds good in theories, but there's a lot of relationships that struggle when one person is polyamorous and one person is more monogamous. And also, I want to say that this is not a man versus a woman thing. I know oftentimes we talk about polyamory. We get into that debate where it's like, oh, well, women are naturally monogamous and men are naturally polyamorous. That's some bullshit, y'all. We have conditioned people to think that. That is like straight up bullshit because historically women have like if you go way, way back to ancient times, women have taken multiple suitors in the same way that men have. But these have been people of power. Right. And monogamy was literally created so that broke men could have a wife. That's it. So it's, it was for the broke niggas. It was for the motherfuckers that didn't really have it. So it's kind of outdated that we continue to push this narrative of monogamy being the norm because it was not always that way. I also want to say that, of course, always do what works for you. If it doesn't work for you, then it doesn't work for you. But I definitely want you guys to just, you know, just be mindful of what's going on because there's a lot of judgment, too. So it's like some people that may be curious about it may not vocalize it or be honest about it and may even feel ashamed or embarrassed about it because there are so many people saying like, oh, you're weird if you want this and that. I'm here to tell you that again. Explore it if you're curious about it. And if it's not for you, then at least, you know, it's not for you. But I will also say this, if you know that you're a super jealous person, then it's probably not for you. Check your ego at the door. Me personally, I used to be way more jealous than I am now. But me knowing who I am as a person, knowing that this coochie snaps how it's supposed to snap, I don't really be worried about. Another coochie in the room, to be honest. That's why I think I do real good with threesomes. I come up and I show up as the best version of me in all instances, especially sexually. So there's no, you don't, you don't compare. Like I don't do the coochie comparison shit because I know how my shit hit and I know how my throat hit. So I bring that up because a lot of times people egos get in the way and they say, oh, Will is giving somebody permission to cheat. Yada, yada. No, it's not cheating if motherfuckers know about it. It's only cheating if you're lying. It's only cheating if you're keeping it a secret. So, yeah, um, if you're curious about polyamory, if you know that you can be a transparent person, if that's something that you want. And at the end of the day, it's like, do you want to be open and honest and tell your partner everything? Or do you, would you prefer them lie and keep that part of themselves away from you? Because that's why I think a lot of people end up cheating anyways, because of the shame and embarrassment of potentially exploring polyamory. But then also the ego associated with not one, you wanted to experience something, but not wanting your partner to experience the same shit, which is definitely the ego. So, yeah. Uh, I think that's all I got to say on the uh, poly topic. I'm going to end this episode right here. Make sure y'all rate the show. Make sure y'all subscribe into Provocative. Please do me a big favor. Share your favorite episode with like five people. Up to five people. I don't, I don't, you know, share with more than just five people. But I did as want y'all to listen to 
take a listen to y'all favorite episode and send it to somebody. Or send a different episode that you think a motherfucker might fuck with. Because, yeah, that's the the reviews, the shares, all of that shit is important. But you have to do it in the platform. Do it in the audio listening platform. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, thank you. If you're listening on Spotify, thank you. If you listen on Amazon, iHeartRadio, whatever streaming platform you're listening to, make sure you rate the show. Make sure you leave a review and please, please, please send it to a couple friends that you think might fuck with the content because, yeah, those the social media shit, that don't really help me. I love when y'all slide on my DMs talking about how y'all enjoy the show, but guess what? Where it matters is in those apps. Um, that's where it really matters. So, yeah, on that note, I am out. Before you go, I want to remind you to embrace your inner hoe. Thank you for tuning in to Provocative, and don't forget to follow us on all streaming platforms. Happy hoeing! P R H O E D O C A T I V E. Spell with the word hoe because deep down, we all got some hoeing us. And this is your safe space to be unapologetically provocative. Oh, is my ground too masculine? Put the nigga in missionary. What?